Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. This is Veronica Johnson. As rain comes to an end, expect some more pockets of patchy fog. That fog will last until early Saturday morning. Temperatures will be dropping down through the 40s, kind of hovering in the lower 40s by early Saturday morning. 60 to 64 degrees were mostly cloudy and mild for Saturday. Expect rain to return about 6 p.m. Tomorrow, I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. We've got 45 degrees in Germantown, 47 in Annandale, 47. The same story in the nation's capital at 1059. You're listening to WTOP. Washington's news, traffic, and weather station. WTOP News. Facts matter. Good evening. I'm Brennan Hazelton. Coming up. An investigation finds a Montgomery County school principal did engage in misconduct on the job. I'm Kate Ryan. A local teacher is on leave tonight after being accused of making anti-Semitic social media posts. Why more license plate readers are coming to one part of our area? I'm Scott Gelman. The first woman to ever serve as a Supreme Court justice has died. We are remembering the life and legacy of Sandra Day O'Connor. On Wall Street, the Dow closed up 295. It's 11 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, presented by Indeed.com. I'm Jennifer Kuyper. Republican George Santos is kicked out of Congress on a vote of 311 to 114. I have been convicted of no crimes, Mr. Speaker. But it was a scathing House Ethics Committee report that convinced many Santos had gone too far, finding he grifted from his donors to surround himself in luxury, spending thousands on Botox treatments, luxury trips, and items from a high-end Ferragamo boutique. Just this week, one of his colleagues, Ohio Republican Max Miller, alleged his credit card and his mother's were among those fleeced by Santos. You, sir, are a crook. That's CBS's Scott McFarland reporting from Capitol Hill. Airstrikes resume in Gaza following the collapse of the week-long ceasefire and militants in Gaza send barrages of rocket fire into Israel. More from CBS's Lilia Luciano. Just in this first day, the renewed air assault killed close to 200 people, according to the Hamas-run Gaza Health Ministry. Omar Haruz, searching for his family in despair, said, We seek martyrdom. This is what we want. May Allah bring his vengeance upon you. We are not afraid of you. Attorneys for former President Trump and others involved in the Georgia election fraud case were back in court today. Fulton County Superior Court Judge Scott McAfee opened the door for discussion on trial timing while considering requests by two of the former president's co-defendants to delay certain pre-trial deadlines. WANF-TV's Doug Reardon has more. After a question from Judge Scott McAfee, the response from Donald Trump's Fulton County attorney suggests the former president's best defense against a sweeping indictment in Georgia, maybe to delay and win back the White House in 2024. Prosecutors are still aiming for a trial sometime between March and August of next year, and the judge questioned how that might affect an historic upcoming campaign for president. I believe that under the supremacy clause and his duties as president of the United States, this trial would not take place, if at all, until after he left. No hard decision on scheduling was made Friday. She was the first woman to sit on the U.S. Supreme Court. Retired Justice Sandra Day O'Connor has died at the age of 93. CBS News legal analyst Thane Rosenbaum. Sandra Day O'Connor stepped into her robe as the first Madam Justice seamlessly, staking her claim as if a woman had always been on the high court. 
a rancher's daughter from Arizona who hunted and rode horses as a child. She exhibited the rugged individualism of the Western frontier and applied it to a judicial philosophy that was moderate and yet unpredictable. Prosecutors say a federal inmate in Tucson plunged a knife into fellow inmate Derek Chauvin 22 times last week. John Tursak is charged with attempted murder. This is CBS News. You don't need a job platform, you need a hiring partner. Indeed lets you schedule and conduct virtual interviews all from one place. Start at Indeed.com slash credits. 1103 on Friday, December 1st, 2023. 47 in the nation's capital, down to the low to low 40s overnight. I'm Brendan Hazelton. Here are the top local stories we're working on for you tonight. He's been accused of sexual harassment and bullying by dozens of school staff members. Now, an independent investigation finds a middle school principal in our area did engage in misconduct. The story now from WTOP's Kate Ryan. The Office of the Inspector General for Montgomery County found that Joel Bidelman, then a principal at Farquhar Middle School, violated sexual harassment policies and engaged in misconduct while on the job. The investigation found that Bidelman made repeated comments about the appearance of female subordinates, made offensive comments and jokes of a sexual nature, and had a sexual relationship with a woman he supervised. The report found that Bidelman's conduct made staff members worry about their job security and that many felt intimidated. Montgomery County School Superintendent Monifa McKnight said following the Inspector General's report, she'll be, quote, moving forward without delay to ensure that wrongdoing is held to account. The next report from the Inspector General still underway will focus on how the school system handled complaints about Bidelman. Claims about Bidelman's conduct were first reported by the Washington Post. Kate Ryan, WTOP News. New tonight for the second time in a month, a Montgomery County middle school teacher has been placed on administrative leave over social media posts described as anti-Semitic. Tacoma Park Middle School teacher Angela Wolf is on leave tonight over posts made on Facebook about the Israel-Hamas war. She heads the English department at the school. In a letter home to parents, Principal Aaron Martin says she's saddened by and disappointed by the contents of the posts and that she strongly condemns, condemns them. Now, WTOP has not seen those posts, but did reach out to Wolf. She declined to comment. Last month, Tilden Middle School teacher Sabrina Khan williams was placed on leave over Facebook posts that the school system called anti-Semitic in nature. A D.C. man found guilty of posing as a federal cop has been ordered to spend more than two and a half years behind bars. Prosecutors say Arian Taherzada was trying to curry favor with members of the Secret Service and to lease several luxury apartments for which he then failed to pay rent. Taherzade was also sentenced to three years of supervised release and ordered to pay more than $700,000 in restitutions to the people he shorted out of rent money. A co-conspirator, 36-year-old Haider Ali of Springfield, was sentenced earlier to more than five years in prison. A Silver Spring man has been found guilty of murdering a man at a home they both lived in. A jury today convicted 24-year-old Andre Moore of first-degree murder and use of a firearm in commission of a crime, of violence. Police say what apparently started as an argument between Moore and 40-year-old Michael Sutton in the Hellendale neighborhood ended with Moore shooting Sutton to death. 
Prosecutors called the shooting back in January of 2021 another case of senseless, deadly violence involving an illegal ghost gun. Moore faces the potential of life in prison when he is sentenced in February. It's 11.06. They say it's helped them close cases, and it's helped make the community safer. And now Fairfax County are expanding this license plate reader program. Police Lieutenant Hudson Bull tells WTOP that currently they're placed in high crime areas. It's all based on need, so we're going to look at what communities are being affected by crime. Since the program launched last November, Bull says the devices have helped recover stolen cars and solve hundreds of cases, including a recent one. A, a man was exposing himself to young kids in the Mount Vernon district. We were able to solve that crime by using license plate reader technology and the partnership with the neighboring agency. As for privacy concerns, Bull explains the county reduced the data retention period from a year to 30 days and he attributes this to the devices too we've been able to locate 20 critically missing persons who have left their home in a vehicle at fairfax county public safety headquarters scott gelman wtop news poor little thing a small dog gets stuck in an unlikely place at her home in our area but she is safe now Thanks to first responders. Maya, a 17-year-old Shih Tzu, somehow found herself lodged in an air vent last Saturday. You can obviously see her this way. First responders from the Fairfax County Police and Fire Departments tried to get her out but couldn't reach her. A little drilling and the basement ceiling panel came off and out Maya came reunited with her owner. Fairfax County Police posted the video of the rescue and reunion on social media. Shana Stulen, WTOP News. Coming up after traffic and weather in Money News, a big tech company wants to double its D.C. office space. It's 1108. Michael and Son's heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Son. Traffic and weather on the 8s to Ken Berger in the WTOP Traffic Center. Thank you, Brendan. Good evening, everybody. In Virginia, beware that they are conducting a back-to-back reversals, they call it, on the express lanes between 14th Street all the way to U.S. 17 Warrington Road. So basically, right now, the best bet is to stay out of the express lanes, stay in the main lines. You do have a lane closed on the northbound side of 95, however, in the main lanes coming north of Stafford Courthouse Road all the way up past Virginia 610. This is in consequence uh, to what's going on, but the express lanes are doing testing as they reopen new access points points up and down the 95 corridor in the express lane. So again, the best uh, option right now is just to use the main lines. And I'm seeing a whole lot of volume of traffic and traffic is running at a steady pace between Fredericksburg and Springfield. Otherwise, no other work zones reported. 66 is looking clear between the Beltway and Haymarket and back. Nothing working on the Capitol Beltway in Virginia. All lanes are wide open. 395 looking okay. Coming south of the Pentagon in the main lane heading to uh, Springfield Interchange. And in Maryland, you'll find no delays anywhere on the Capitol. Beltway. All lanes are open. No reported work zones. We do have a work zone reported in Prince George's County, northbound 301. Just as right after Central Avenue, the right lane is blocked. Other than that, things are looking good. The right on 50 from the Capitol Beltway to the east is clear. No delays either side of 95 between the two beltways. 295 also open between 495 and 695. I'm Ken Berger, WTOP Traffic. 
Latest forecast now from 7 News First Alert Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson. Well, we've got one weather maker that's moving out of the area. Another system will be moving in Saturday evening and sticking around through Sunday. So expect more rain, your drier hours, Saturday morning and Saturday afternoon. Here this evening, our temperatures will be dropping through the 40s with some patchy fog around the area. And overnight, still areas of patchy fog will drop down to about 42 to 49 degrees by early Saturday morning forecasting mostly cloudy skies mild conditions for saturday between 60 and 64 degrees i'm seven news chief meteorologist veronica johnson in the first alert weather center we've got 47 degrees in centerville 45 in gaithersburg 47 in the nation's capital brought to you by long fence save 25 percent on long fence decks pavers and fences six months no payment no interest financing terms and conditions apply go to longfence.com Money news at 10 and 40 past the hour. Here is Jeff Claybaugh. Google is looking to more than double its downtown D.C. office space. The Washington Business Journal says it'll hire 400 engineers. Listing service Bright MLS predicts 30-year mortgage rates will fall below 7% in the spring and end next year around 6.2%. Tyson's-based Intelsat will outfit 500 American Airlines regional jets with high-speed Wi-Fi. The Dow rallied 295 points Friday and closed at a record high. The S&P 500 closed in a new record. Jeff Claybaugh, WTOP News. Still to come on WTOP, tributes coming in from around the country this evening, all day long, really, following the death of the first woman to serve on the U.S. Supreme Court, Sandra Day O'Connor, who died today at the age of 93. We will talk with a New York Times reporter about O'Connor's legacy uh, and just about three minutes from now, it's eleven twelve. For Mervis Diamond Importers, this is Ronnie Mervis. I'm inviting you to a holiday trunk show this weekend. Admire spectacular jewelry at specially reduced prices, but for three days only. Don't miss out. Meet 12 international jewelry designers with their full collections. It's your chance to try on all the latest diamond rings and wedding bands, ear studs, and jewelry. As the only direct diamond importer in D.C., Mervis drives the savings to you. Our world-famous diamonds and jewelry will steal your heart, but not your wallet. Financing is available. When it comes to diamonds, don't choose between quality and price. At Mervis, we promise you both. Celebrate life with a diamond gift that lasts forever. Join us this weekend to enjoy hors d'oeuvres, sip champagne, and try on our fabulous jewelry. Indulge yourself in the most gorgeous diamonds you can imagine. See you at the Mervis Diamond Trunk Show this Friday to Sunday in Tyson's. It is the jewelry event of the year. Go to MervisDiamond.com for details and register for free. That's MervisDiamond.com or call 1-800-HER-LOVE. Did you know you can get your prescriptions for less at your local pharmacy? You can with GoodRx. It's the free app that can save you money on your medications. Just search for your prescription, choose the pharmacy and the price that works best for you, and then show your GoodRx coupon to your pharmacist at the drop-off counter. GoodRx works at over 70,000 pharmacies, including Walmart, Rite Aid, and Walgreens, and it works whether you have insurance or not. It's easy to save. Next time you drop off your prescription, check GoodRx. To start saving today, go to GoodRx.com. GoodRx is not insurance. Immerse yourself in premium nationwide coverage, contract-free plans, and always free activation with Consumer Cellular. Now at your local Target. While you're there, check out our newest phone, the Iris Flip. It's all the phone and camera you need. Plus, it features a user-friendly design, making it the perfect flip phone. From now to December 16th, you can score $10 off when you buy the Consumer Cellular Iris Flip at Target, making it only $39.99. 
Visit your nearest Target for the full scoop. Coming up, the Wizards finish O for Orlando, and Maryland struggles highlight a rough night for local college hoops. Got sports for you in about 10 minutes on WTOP. Here's John Meyer, VP and GM of Software Ventures at Arcfield, encouraging agencies to keep focused and patient when employing a zero-trust strategy. The journey to the cloud, it's exactly that. It's a journey, right? So as they're planning and designing their zero-trust architectures, they're also leaning forward and saying, do we do this in the cloud? Do we still stay on-prem? Maybe we push most of this to the cloud. Uh, so it's it's a journey, and especially for those organizations, just keeping up to date, right? I mean, uh, Microsoft came out, the NATO summit over in Lithuania, and said, hey, there's a Word doc, and it has a, a, a vulnerability in it, right? It can take over your systems. Those are going to evolve. They're going to continue to happen. So staying on their guard for what they currently have to do while they're migrating to their future position, right, is is really important. That's John Meyer, VP and GM of Software Ventures at Arcfield. For more, go to federalnewsnetwork.com, search Arcfield. Washington's top news, WTOP. Facts matter. At 1115, good evening. I'm Brendan Hazelton. Thanks for being with us. Tributes have been coming in all day from around the country, honoring the legacy of former Supreme Court Justice Sandra Day O'Connor. She died today at the age of 93. O'Connor was the first woman to serve on the nation's highest court after being nominated by President Reagan in 1981. Emily Schmall of the New York Times joined me earlier to talk about O'Connor's legacy. She is widely credited with inspiring generations of women since she was the very first woman to be appointed to the Supreme Court and served there for half quarter of a century. And a lot of people are, are even in her own words from an interview with CBS News 20 years ago. I mean, she could tell how the country changed and how uh, women were treated differently once she ascended to the high court. Yes, I saw that interview too today. She did seem to recognize that she was setting a precedent of sorts and that her example was inspiring a lot of people and inspiring men too to view women differently. She was nominated by a conservative president, Mr. Reagan, as we mentioned, but Justice O'Connor is getting a lot of praise as actually a person of the center, maybe even a bit liberal with some of her decisions. Yeah, I think it all depends on the context. I think when she assumed her position in 1981, she had a long history as an active member of the Republican Party. She considered herself a conservative. But I think in the the court of that day, she ended up casting a lot of swing votes um, that put her on the side of the liberal justices. Nowadays, she may be considered even more liberal in the, the current court by comparison, but she certainly considered herself conservative. All right. And where do you see her most important impact on the court itself? You know, I think just her rigorous commitment to the Constitution, to seeking consensus on the bench, which is something that we don't always see in the judiciary today, I think that legacy will be with us for a long time. And again, that's New York Times reporter Emily Schmall. Now, a quick look at the top stories we're working on for you at WTOP. A months-long investigation finds a local middle school teacher, make that middle school principal, principal, did violate sexual harassment policies while on the job. In the wake of a damning ethics report, New York Congressman George Santos was thrown out of Congress today. 
Stay with us for full details on these stories in the moments ahead. It's 1118. Traffic and weather on the 8s. And when it breaks, let's get back to Ken Berger in the WTOP Traffic Center. Thank you, Brennan. A couple of new accidents to report, including one in Prince George's County, northbound 295, prior to 202 Landover Road. It's the right lane that is blocked. In Virginia, you've got the accident involving a tractor-trailer, northbound 95, in the area between 644 and the Springfield Interchange. Looks to be out of the roadway there, not seeing any delays uh, because of that accident. Of course, you've got the express lane project going on, closing down the express lanes in either side. Uh, there can be what they call double reverses going on tonight until 5 o'clock tomorrow morning and this is between 14th Street and Warrington Road. So just stay in the main lanes. There is a closure of the uh, left lane and left shoulder northbound 95 between Stafford Courthouse Road and past Virginia 610 as a relationship to this uh, situation going on in the express lanes. But late volume of traffic, not seeing any major delays and also are seeing and we are seeing some patchy fog in various spots up and down the 95 corridor. So again, use some caution as you make your between Springfield and Fredericksburg. No worries anywhere on the Capitol Beltway between the Wilson Bridge past uh, 95 all the way up to 66 and beyond. And uh, no issues on 66 between the Beltway and Haymarket. I'm Ken Berger, WTOP Traffic. 7 News First Alert Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson has the forecast. As rain ends, some patchy fog has started forming, and we'll have that patchy fog around for the overnight and first thing Saturday. Our temperatures drop down to the mid-40s and lower 40s by early Saturday. I'm forecasting afternoon temperatures Saturday between 60 and 65 degrees across the area. It's looking like easily the warmest for the weekend and maybe even for the next 10 days. Rain returns Saturday evening if you've got plans to go out. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. 46 degrees in Green Greenbelt. We have 46 as well in Sterling. 47 in the nation's capital. Brought to you by Len the Plumber Heating and Air. Trusted same-day service, seven days a week. It's 1120. At Easy Cater, we get it. Ordering food for work means you have to deal with this. Client meeting on Tuesday. Client wants Taco Tuesday. 19 people. Need vegan options. Our budget just got slashed. Meeting is now Monday. What about Mediterranean? Client still wants Taco. Claire has a nut allergy. Gluten-free. Awesome. Under budget. Look at the this house. Tacos for a client meeting? Just use Easy Cater. Food for work delivered on time as ordered with a huge variety. 100,000 restaurants, one platform. Order 24-7 at easycater.com. The future depends on semiconductors. Semiconductors are the backbone of the global economy, and America should lead the development and manufacturing of this century's most essential technology. We can't risk another chip supply chain failure that creates shortages. America needs to lead in chips, and American chip leadership starts with Intel. Our innovations help the United States lead in critical industries like medicine, transportation, and defense. And Intel's essential research and development is done right here in America. With support from the CHIPS Act, we're investing $100 billion over five years, expanding America's ability to build leading-edge chips. That's good for America's security, prosperity, and jobs. Intel's investments are putting America back on the path to technology leadership. U.S. chip leadership starts with Intel. Today... Around 5,000 Americans will hear, You have cancer. At Pfizer, we won't rest until they hear the all clear. See how we're innovating at Pfizer.com slash oncology. Pfizer, 
outdo yesterday. You're listening to WTOP News. At 1122, for the second time this year, a student was shot today near Kip D.C. College Prep School. That school is in Northeast. Happened just before 1030 this morning when D.C. police say a white Hyundai Elantra pulled up and someone inside started shooting. The Kip student was taken to the hospital. He's expected to be okay. D.C. Assistant Police Chief Andre Wright had this message for the community. We've got to do better as a community, and I think uh, for the parents and folks in community that know what's going on, whatever's precipitating these these beefs, these arguments that then escalate and introduce a gun into the equation, uh, I would say to parents and community, please uh, talk to your young folks and then reach out to the police department and let us know what's going on. Police are now looking for a man who is driving that white Hyundai Elantra. It was back in May that another KIPP student was shot outside the school. It's been a busy week for TSA agents at Dulles as they confiscate two guns from two separate men this week. On Monday, agents stopped a Hagerstown, Maryland man from getting past security with a loaded 9mm handgun. It was found when the man's bag went through the x-ray machine. Another man from Mechanicsburg, Pennsylvania, tried to bring a loaded handgun on the plane with him yesterday. That gun was also found when his bag went through an x-ray. He told TSA officers he forgot he had the gun with him. Both men are facing weapons charges and a penalty of up to $15,000. But D.C. traffic deaths have reached a somber milestone. Levels not seen in more than 15 years. With one month left in this year, so far 45 people have died in traffic crashes in D.C. The numbers of these fatalities have fluctuated since 2015 when there were 26. It's also the year D.C. launched its Vision Zero plan with the goal of shrinking traffic fatalities to zero by 2024. That year, almost here. More fatal crashes, even though DDOT lowered speed limits in places, including along highly traveled corridors like Connecticut Avenue Northwest and New York Avenue Northeast. According to the city's Vision Zero update last year, fewer people on the roads and more speeding drivers meant higher impact crashes, likely related to the increased fatalities during the pandemic and after. Liz Anderson, WTOP News. Well, from streaming services to cloud storage, even the travel industry, Americans are being bombarded with add-on subscription fees. And automakers are now cashing in on the growing trend. Hands-free cruise control sure is nice, but are you willing to pay $75 a month for it? Alistair Weaver, editor-in-chief at Edmunds, says automakers are counting on the new revenue stream to pay for the expensive transition to electric cars. So if your car payment is 600 bucks a month, it's now 675 General Motors expects subscriptions to bring in as much as $25 billion a year by 2030, just under what? Netflix earned last year. And that's CBS's Carter Evans. Sports at 25 and 55. Powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. 1125. Hello, Rob Woodfork. Hey, the uh, Pac 12 championship could have been a potential stunner. Oregon erased a 17 point first half deficit, took the lead over undefeated Washington, but the Huskies on a roll now, outscoring them 14 0 in the fourth quarter as uh, it's now a 34-24 advantage, under three minutes left to go. Dylan Johnson, a touchdown run that uh, put them back in front. He's actually rushed for two scores and even thrown for the uh, for another Washington touchdown. Uh, Michael Penix Jr. just threw his first touchdown of the game. The Wizards finished 0-4 Orlando.